Hi, this is Frank Schaefer. I have had the pleasure of talking to some of the leading authors, artists, activists, and change makers of our time on this podcast. And I want to personally thank you for subscribing, listening, and sharing 100 plus episodes over 100,000 times. We have a lot of work to do to heal our divisions and secure our democracy. And I look forward to more conversations with those important voices that will bring clarity to the situation we find ourselves in as we move toward November of 2024. If you appreciate these conversations and my cultural and political commentary, please subscribe to this podcast in conversation with Frank Schaefer on your favorite platform and to my substack, It Has to Be Said, which can be found at frankschaefer.substack.com. I'd really appreciate the help. Thank you. Hi, my name is Frank Schaefer, and I'm sitting in my office and studio where I spent a lot of time in anguish while my son was in the U.S. Marine Corps fighting in Afghanistan at the beginning of that war and then in Iraq. I had a bumper sticker on my car at that time, my son is a U.S. Marine. And as a result, all kinds of people would talk to me that I hadn't really talked with before because they also had kids in the military. A lot of my swanky liberal friends here on the northeast coast of uh, the United States, you know, what I used to jokingly call the Volvo driving, higher education worshiping Harvard elite, uh, a lot of whom I know, really had no connection with me because the upper and upper middle classes in America often do not have kids in the military. But my car mechanic and somebody I was working with building a new chimney and all sorts of other people connected with me. And back then, <clears throat> what is it, 20 years ago at the beginning of that war, I got the feeling that a lot of working class Americans, a lot of middle class Americans understood me a lot better than some of my swankier liberal friends. But you know that has changed in the sense that a lot of the folks who vote for Republican candidates also come from what you might call the middle and lower middle class, the working class of America. And back then, I figured them for being the patriotic, flag-waving group of people who would support my son as a Marine, whether they agreed with the war or not. A lot of them did not think we should be in Iraq or even Afghanistan, but there was a patriotic thread running through the working American classes that a lot of liberals seem to have forgotten. How that has changed. When you realize now that a lot of the MAGA crowd, the Trump crowd, the folks who buy the big lie about Trump saying he won the election when of course everyone knows he lost, the fact that that group, many of whom are white evangelicals, the background I come from and left, and became a, quote, liberal activist, as they would put it, instead, a lot of those folks have totally switched sides. It's shocking to see Republican leaders inciting violence against the FBI and the IRS, against election worker volunteers in your local primary school gymnasium that's set up for elections, these kind of regular folks, all because they're trying to hang on to this idea that somehow Trump won the election and also turning against the U.S. government. I take this personally. My son was a Marine, in other words, a federal worker, just like people working for the post office, just like IRS 
workers, just like FBI agents. The federal government is not my enemy. My son was part of it. Okay, he was part of the spear, the sharp end of the spear point of U.S. foreign policy as a Marine, but he was part of it. I don't look at my own government as my enemy or feel threatened by them. I feel protected by the FBI. I feel protected by the IRS collecting taxes to pay for the roads I use, to help pay for the school my grandchildren go to, to help train my son so he survived being sent to a war that I didn't agree with, but he was part of an amazing military force of well-trained people in the U.S. Marine Corps. You know, I just turned 70, and so I was around during the Vietnam era, and I did not support the Vietnam War, even as a conservative in those days. I had questions about that coming from my evangelical background. But I can remember resenting Jane Fonda and the people who seemed to be siding with our enemies. And that always seemed to be the, the Achilles heel, the weak point of the left, this inability to distinguish between the soldiers doing the job the politicians sent them to do, agree or disagree, and the people themselves. And I can remember chant, people chanting baby killer to soldiers coming back from Vietnam and ostracizing them and this terrible return of the vets that still embitters a whole generation of men who fought and served when a lot of people like Donald Trump claimed bone spurs or went to Canada or ducked the draft. And that was always the disease of the left, a kind of a lack of patriotism. But how that has changed. It is right-wing Republican leaders now not so subtly calling for violence against the FBI. It is right-wing elected officials in the Senate and Congress now not so subtly targeting the IRS to the point where the IRS is now having to do an internal security audit and check and try to find ways to protect their agents. I take this personally. I am the father of a Marine, and I was proud of his service, whether I agreed or disagreed with the policies that sent him to war. I am proud of having a country that lives under the rule of law, enforced by the FBI, an IRS that is more muscular now because Joe Biden correctly has sent them to chase down the unpaid tax dollars of our super wealthy elites. And I am disgusted by the Republican Party that has, in essence, targeted my Marine son because we all stand together or we all fall together. And if you're targeting IRS workers, then you are also taking aim at Marines and soldiers and sailors and Coast Guard and your local postman. If you're targeting FBI agents, you are targeting my son, the Marine, because we all stand or fall together. The U.S. government is not our enemy. The left needed to learn that after Vietnam to separate the soldiers who were doing the job and policies they disagreed with. And it was a disease of the left that they didn't do that during their protests often. And now that disease has infected the right. The Republican Party is the party of anarchy. It is an anti-government, unpatriotic party targeting individual women and men and trans people and others who work for the government as if somehow we can target them to take out our policy grievances. And this comes from Donald Trump and his, his con artist approach to government that seeks to make a scandal out of, for instance, the FBI going through his personal effects because he's taken documents with him and uses that for fundraising purposes that have nothing to do with politics anyway. It is disgusting that the right wing now finds itself 
painting targets on the back of perfectly innocent individuals who work for our government agencies. And as the father of Moraine, my message to you is go to hell. I'm an American. In Conversation with Frank Schaefer is a production of the George Bailey Morality and Public Life Fellowship. It is produced by Ernie Gregg and hosted by Frank Schaefer, author of Fall in Love, Have Children, Stay Put, Save the Planet, Be Happy, a post-pandemic blueprint for rebalancing work and family in favor of love and living. To learn more and support the show, please visit lovechildrenplanet.com.